Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Thank you very much for joining us. And sitting opposite me is the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Hang on, have you turned that on? Is it all turned on? Is yes. It, is this recording this week? Yes. It is recording this, this week? This is recording sure this that, week. Are you sure this is recording? Uh, I'm, I'm 8% certain. Okay. All right, all right then. Yep. G'day, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I picked the number eight for the percentage there is because that's the number of minutes that we missed out at the start of last week's episode. Little Easter egg in there. Yeah, that could happen to anyone when your sole job is to hit record. But <laughs> You really had me going at the start there. I was like, when you were pointing at the machinery, I'm like, you don't know how any of this works. Why, how do you think it's not working? You know why you, I had you going? Because of the power of my acting. <laughs> That's really good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's renowned. Give me that pie, kid. <laughs> the classics. Um, hey, so I uh, I ran uh, your Five Burrows gig last night while you, you were away at Dirty Laundry. Thank um, you. Which I've done a few times now. And uh, you've, you've talked about this on, on a couple of occasions, but it's kind of a, you know, you, so you're taking people's money at the door and it's a bit of a fascinating insight into... Yeah, dealing with the public. Doing dealing with the public, of, uh, yeah. You know, shop work. It's uh, You get a lot of different sorts of... Attitudes from people, don't you? Yeah, it's uh, I. I had a couple of people come in and ask me this question, and it's something that I've kind of decided to sort of wean myself off. The thing of asking people where the toilet is. Do you know what I mean? Like when I'm in a cafe, right? I've weaned myself off ever asking where the toilet is because the answer is always <laughs> the same. It's always just down the back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people, that, that was the first thing they asked when they got in. Yeah. And it's like, how many places could it be? Yeah. But this one woman asked in the strangest way I've ever heard. <laughs> She's come up the stairs. Pointed at her groin and said, <laughs> where do I put this? <laughs> well, I take it back. Not the strangest way I've ever heard. A close second though. She's come in and um, she, I've taken her money and... Then she's gone... For the toilet? Toilet money? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm running a side business in your gig. <laughs> she's just gone, can I go toilet? <laughs> I go, sure, it's just around there. I'm guessing that's what this is really about. You want to know where it is. Um, yeah, I just found that, I found that very bizarre. Wow. Can I go toilet? You ha- I've never had a Neanderthal man come to the comedy <laughs> gig before. But. Yeah, well, it was, uh, yeah, it felt like a weird, like I'm in control now and yeah, like a, like a real child. Yeah. Um, speaking of real children, today on the program, uh, we got two, uh, special guests, one of him, uh, one of whom is a returning guest. You know him from Dirty Laundry Live and from Fancy Boy. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Greg Larson. Yay. Hey guys. Hey, Thanks for having me. Hello, hello. When was the last time you went toilet? When last time I went toilet? <laughs> oh, mate, it's been a week. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, really? Uh, oh, I'm having a rough trot. Um, <laughs> That's no. actually. Did, I, I think you know this because we did Splendor in the Grass together a yeah. few weeks ago, yeah. and you know, so you're camping for four days. You're mm. using portaloos and all that stuff. Yeah. One of the comedians who we won't name. Did yeah. I say this on the show when we were talking about it? He was so alarmed about having to use portaloos for the four days yeah. that he dosed himself up on Nurofen Plus to back himself up so that really? he wouldn't have to use the toilets <laughs> for the four Can you tell days. me who this was afterwards? Uh, yeah, maybe I can say it on air. I don't think he'd care. Yeah, just say it. Daniel Towns. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so Codeine wow. apparently like really backs you up and yeah. Yeah, because did he do that before he got there? Because the toilet situation was actually... Pretty good. Well, that was it. It wasn't that bad. We had our own yeah. toilets. It was yeah, fine. Like, and they smelled like cinnamon. Yep. There was that one day when there was a like they were f- 
filled up and there was some kind of accident and uh, that was <laughs> some kind of accident. Well, there was. I went in there one day and 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 there was a a workman in there and I said, "Oh, mate, can I just get into the toilet?" And he goes, "Mate, I don't think you want to." And then I sort of looked in and went, "No, you're right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna walk out." And then I had a real like just looking at it made my day much worse. Yeah, um, but what happens at the end when that four days of codeine or whatever it is? Wears off. Like, what happens at the end? Well, a oh. couple of people did message Towns over Facebook <laughs> to say, how's your day been? And he said, oh, yeah, pretty interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it's like, I don't know, is it just, it's, it's, it's like anything. If there's anything's mm. backed up and it's just you release the plug, then it's just oh. mayhem, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> another, another sweet segue into our next guest. <laughs> uh, oh, for the first time on the show, <laughs> uh, you know him from Legally Brown. Please welcome into Little Dum Dum Club, Nazim Hussain. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. If you can just get a little bit hotter on that mic, yeah. that'd be yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. we get anyone from yep. radio, it's like, no, we'll just put no, no. Uh, a microphone in zone three this over there. This is a really yeah. expensive microphone, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went to Falls Festival a couple of years back. Probably the same one as you. Yeah, we yeah, we were on different legs. And uh, I was in one of the toilets where you need you need the sandpaper. What is it? That, that, not sandpaper. What, what, what? Oh, sandpaper. Sorry. In a toilet, Sorry, in sand. a toilet where you need <laughs> sandpaper. <laughs> oh, it's really rough out there. Was it just no. you had a really bad gig and they're like, this is what you have to wipe your ass yeah, with for the rest of the festival. And you're not getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, that, and, also, and also, I need to revarnish my ass after this, so I'll just get rid of the first coat. You guys don't, you guys don't shine your ass. <laughs> no, but there was a bu- bucket of sawdust. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, so I was here, you have your bucket after you finish, and the, oh. so there's a guy next to me who asked if he could have some sawdust because he'd run out in, uh, in his bucket. So... That's the equivalent of sharing toilet paper yeah. under the under the. Because well, yeah. when you when you said in bucket of sawdust, because I've never heard of this before, I've filled in the dots now. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> my first reaction was that you just hold like a clump of sawdust in your hand <laughs> and kind of try it. <laughs> oh, you just you just mold it on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mold, just plug it up and go. All right. Don't yeah. have to worry about that's, that. For that's olden that. days codeine. Yeah. <laughs> Wedge it up there. Nature's codeine. <laughs> or even even before that was just branches. <laughs> this happens. This happened a couple times at uh, at, at at Splendor, and I, I you might have seen this mm. at Falls Nazim when you have mm. the sort of the backstage toilets because they're still just portaloos. They are nicer yeah. than the rest of the ones, but yeah. they're still you know they're susceptible to breakages and stuff. Mm. And you know, like someone will go in there. Mm. And discover that the toilet is broken mm, and yep. there's a right mess in there. Mm. And then they come out and someone's waiting in line to use it. And, you know, you have to do that cover of yeah. like... Because otherwise, if you say nothing, the person's just going to think that they, they saw you come out. So they're going to yeah. think that you... Yeah. So just the desperation of watching people come out and go, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's broken. There's, there's stuff in there. It wasn't me. <laughs> Definitely wasn't me. You were in there for 20 minutes, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, I just did a really long number one. I bought my own sawdust. It's, it's, I had nothing to do with it, I promise. Yeah. So, Nazim, uh, it's, it's lovely to have you in here, uh, here for the first ever time. You were trying to – you were lobbying pretty hard to get us to do this at your house. Yep. And I was kind of wondering why that was and then I discovered it's because you've just moved and out of home. And you will be the second guest I have in my house. Ah, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, but you, you decide to decline, yeah. so yeah, here so we are. It's yeah. self house. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this, but this is you moving in a house for the first ever time. Yeah, at uh, age 29. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd start young. Um, wow. Yeah, to, yeah, so I... Uh, 
Does that mean you go through exactly what happened to like some of us when we moved? Like I, I moved our house mm. at seventeen. Mm. So is that just still a delayed thing? Where <laughs> I moved out of house at seventeen. Did <laughs> you move toilet. out of Did you move out of school at twelve? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's how you say it, isn't it? I, I moved, moved out, out of house. Of house. <laughs> that's how people say. I it. moved out of home. Oh, I, moved I moved out, out of, of house. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I moved out of house. I got over the TV show House. I was a big fan at seventeen. I just kind of got over. Yeah, I got over grammar at age. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but 17, so, I, you know. Well, I having the conversation, you mean? No, having that thing where you're going out and sort of uh, uh, be making really poor choices with mm. dietary habits and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, learning a lot of stuff. Has that just been delayed it's, until it, age 29? It's been Nando's every day. Yeah, oh, great. Nice. Two nights ago, I made a vegetable curry with rice that I had left over from the takeaway shop. Right. <laughs> and my friend came over and I was like, bro, let's eat. And I finished in like three minutes. And he, he before he came, he's like, man, I'm starving. And he got through about a third of the plate. And I was like, don't, don't you want to eat the rest? And he goes, oh, no, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty full, actually. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what was wrong. I clearly just didn't taste like yeah. anything that you want to eat. Oh, but, that's, but you're getting Nando, so that's good. Like, I remember age 17, I moved... Out of house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nando's is what you, you can only afford that when you're in your 20s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. young. Rich yeah. man's fast yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I'm on TV, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, SBS money. <laughs> at 17, I was at... I was at TAFE in Ballarat and I was getting home brand all the way. Just p- bring back... Oh, home brand Nando's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Home, home brand Portuguese home chicken. Brand yeah, the little, the little chicken, instead of being red, he's like black and gold. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the choice is mild or hot, it's not shit or bit shitter. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm figuring out how to cook stuff. I'm going back. I'm sharing with five or six other people in this weird complex and bring. we're all bringing food back and trying to figure out how to cook stuff. I remember... Having some horrible meals where I'm just assuming this is how to cook things. I was pouring like gallons of cooking oil <laughs> into this fry pan and then trying to make scrambled eggs. What? And going, and just eating it and going, oh, I don't know why people why like scrambled eggs. Why is my chest hurting? Oh. <laughs> oh, I just had some, and just all fish fingers and all stuff oh, like that. Good. But you don't have to worry about that. No, That's I just, good. I've just got Nando's across the road and uh, I know how to make. Kind of vegetable curry. Make a phone call. <laughs> Make a phone call. <laughs> to get some delivery. I was saying to my girlfriend recently, like going, I don't get it. Like when I lived in a share house before I met you, I drank all the time and like didn't exercise and I felt like I was in better shape than I am now. Like I don't drink as much and I exercise a lot. And she goes, yeah, but that's because like when I met you, you living in a share house, you were having just soup for like every dinner. Oh, yeah. Like you were eating nothing and now you eat properly because you you're eat. an adult. So I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I remember vividly the first meal I ate when I moved out of home. was Out like of ju- what? Out of home. Out of, out of house. Out of house. Right. house. <laughs> Alright, now I get it. When I moved out house. And I went to a... shop. <laughs> and I went to shop and I bought... I need to um, toilet. I... <laughs> oh, was that your mum that came in last night? It must have been. That was, that was me. That was, oh, okay. That was Just Mr. Doubtfire. <laughs> Mystery shopper. <laughs> Um, yeah, I bought. I bought like my first meal, my first dinner. I just bought one of those big rolls of cookie dough, uh. and I was like, "Sick! This is gonna be my dinner." That was your first meal. That was my first dinner. <laughs> and, that is incredible. And I, I remember Hang sitting on, did there. Did you move out of house at three? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I said I was eating just raw cookie dough. Oh. And then I went, you know what? I can't just do this. Like, I got to mix it up. So I got some of the cookie dough and cooked it so, to make biscuits. Because <laughs> you're an adult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I had cookies and raw cookie dough. And then I went, oh, fuck, I'm going to change the game. That's, that's like having and a I, meal of chicken and eggs. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It's, no, it's more like having a meal of chicken and then another kind of chicken. Yeah, yeah. But I got I, – I, I, what I did, and this is – the best thing I've ever done in my life. I got I, like I got two baked cookies that I made out of the cookie dough, <gasps> and then I put raw cookie yes. dough in the middle. Yeah. And I ate it. It was awesome. so good. It changed my world. <laughs> it was have, amazing. Have you ever done it since? No. Well, I, no. I understand that you've just moved out of house, and so you just think, <laughs> like you know you can do whatever the hell you like. You yeah. were not normally allowed to have cookie dough at home. No, no. Dinner. If I said, "Mum, can I have cookie dough for dinner?" She would have gone, "No, you can't yeah. have cookie yeah. dough." Yeah, you, you got to rebel the first night you're out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I think- stayed up to like. 11.30 Oh wow <laughs> First night Yeah mum You want How is So how is mum taking the uh, Moving out of house Well when I When I Well when I decided to move out of house She was in Sri Lanka actually And oh. I, And so then when she came back I had to tell I thought I'd tell her in the car On the way back from the airport Because she's going to notice She's going <laughs> to notice And, and also I, I'd done a, a, bit of, a bit of Press for Legally Brown And I was unpacking an Ikea box at the time and the journal was like, what are you doing? I'm, like, oh, I'm just unpacking. I oh, don't, don't write that. I've just moved out of the house. My mum doesn't know. That uh, was like the first paragraph of the article yeah. on like Perth Times and a syndicate. So I was like, shit, I hope my mum doesn't know how to use the internet. But um, <laughs> well, she doesn't, thank God. I haven't taught her. But then, um, so she's on the way back from the airport. I couldn't actually tell. I couldn't say I've moved out of home or out of out of house as she probably would have <laughs> Thank but, you. So I just thank said, you for using the Queen's English. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I just said, I said, oh, yeah, um, I'm staying in a place now. <laughs> that was how she's like, what? You're staying in a place? I said, yeah, I'm staying in a <laughs> I'm a going place. to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of didn't really understand what I said when I broke it to her. Uh, I had to sort of rephrase it that Has she worked it out yet? Yeah, she's worked it out. Okay, good. See, I'm fascinated by this. I'm fascinated by that you can have a show on TV for a whole season and be living with your mum and dad. That rocks my world. My bedroom has been right next to my mum and dad's bedroom for my whole life. Like, it's just literally in the next, the wall separates me. So she's she's uniquely protective. This is embarrassing. She rang me last night and she said... Come home, I said. Oh, I'm, I'm, I am. I am home. And she said, I'm in my house. And she said, uh, but someone could, someone could attack you. So, <laughs> and I go, well, someone could attack me if I'm there. She goes, no, but you're living with us. I said, oh, so a murderer. She goes, oh, a murderer could attack you. And I said, well, so a murderer is going to come to our house and see that you're there and go, yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. You better, you better back stay off. with us. Two <laughs> old frail people for protection. Mister and Missus Hussein are going to stab me back. So anyway, so she's starting to understand the false logic. Because that's sort of a cultural thing, isn't it? Yeah, like I the, the, so. I, the, you move the, out when you're married, and if you get right. married at forty, you move out at forty. No, yeah, I mean that is a cultural thing. You know, I, I moved out at seventeen. I remember moving back. But that's like a white thing, isn't it? Like you get kicked out of home as soon as possible. Right? Oh no, that was a country country town thing. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. To all the yeah. listeners out there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all out on the streets, mate. Yeah, like parents don't love their kids, right? In white yeah, culture, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left because I was being brutally bashed every day. <laughs> and then dad was even worse. <laughs> Tell us about how you were homeschooled, Carl. <laughs> no, but I moved out at seventeen, then I moved back at like nineteen or something, thinking, oh yeah, like just for a little bit thinking, thinking, oh, they'll, they'll love mm. this. I remember like two or three days in my dad going, why don't you fucking move back to Ballarat? <laughs> <laughs> it's love. Yeah. What age did you move out, Greg? 
I moved out when I was 18 or 19. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Now, did you move out because you, you grew up in Brisbane, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Did you move out into a house in Brisbane? Yeah, because I, I grew up in a, in a little town sort of west. No, it's not a little town at all. It's a city west of Brisbane called Ipswich. Mm. Oh, that's not um, Brisbane. That's where Pauline Hans is from, right? It's like, it's, it's like <laughs> Brisbane and Ipswich don't... Your mate. That's where Pauline Hanson <laughs> is from, correct? Sorry? Pauline Hanson is from... Pauline, Hansen from... Pauline Hanson's kids went to my school. <laughs> hey. No joke. And they had to leave because they were getting death threats. Oh, um, so from... I don't know where they went. From oh, From, I don't know, just people in the world? Yeah. <laughs> Pauline Hanson. Like, it's yeah. Pauline Hanson's like, kids. Yeah. If you can't um, take it out on her, kick her kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kick the shit out of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Say hello to your mum for me. <laughs> <laughs> what, Ipswich, how far away is that from Brisbane? Like, though? literally, like, Brisbane and Ipswich don't even... Like, you, you, you wouldn't... You're not... You, you never leave... Like they, they both, the they both touch. They both, they, they, Brisbane and Ipswich. Like you'd just be driving along, and then suddenly, oh, I'm in Ipswich now. Oh, okay. Like the cities are like they, the city's borders touch, right? Kind of thing. So what a bizarre way of describing <laughs> the geography of Queensland. <laughs> the borders, the, the touch. borders actually <laughs> touch. They touch. No, it's like it's like if you leave. It's like you're describing a sex act, <laughs> and then they just kind of yeah, touch, touch right at the border. And it's just, it's just. Oh, I know it's you live there, but oh. I don't even think anything of that you said was true. It just doesn't <laughs> <What>? sound real. <laughs> Hey, baby, want to come back to mine and do the Ipswich touch? <laughs> oh, wow, that's so funny. We, oh, something happened kids. to your face when you said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I moved out when I was like, because I, I wanted to be like right in mm, Brisbane, you know, yeah. like right in the city. I moved into West End in this shitty little sort of, it used to be, it actually, the house I lived in used to be a halfway house, like oh. a place where like... Um, Junkies and homeless people and stuff could come and stay. Wow. And on, not no joke. On the third night I was there, it was like two in the morning, and I was playing Mario Kart. <laughs> and <laughs> I heard like this bashing on my back door, and I just went, "Um, hello." And then this guy going, "Let me fucking in, mate." And I said, "Oh no, I'm probably not going to let you." It's in. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping on my mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy, and he just kept going, like, you're lucky. I don't have a back door. I can lock, mate. And he kept bashing on the door, and he just wouldn't stop. And then I heard him, like, like trying to get into my housemate's car. And I didn't know what to do. Like, I was scared. I'd just moved out of home, and I just dialed triple O. And I dialed, like, oh, oh, and then just went, can I call triple O for this? Like, I don't, yeah, all right. And I did it. <laughs> my Mario Kart's being interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said, Nazim's mum's in here. So. <laughs> 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 and so you didn't call them? No, I did. I called the police and said there's a guy, you know, trying to get in. And they went, and they went, oh yeah. There's is a he... guy bashing on my back door. <laughs> yeah. oh, this isn't a sex line. <laughs> uh, is he your friend? He's, he's trying to touch my border. <laughs> yeah. Where are you calling from? Brisbane. It sort of touches Ipswich. <laughs> <laughs> is this and are you are you because you were telling me about this the other night are you still a goth at this point in your oh, life oh I was goth I oh, was oh man I was wearing makeup goth like Just, I was wearing makeup you were a goth playing Mario yeah. Kart I was a goth you're calling the Mario cops because someone's knocking and on almost your door. certainly eating spam or cookie dough <laughs> <laughs> 
Who's the who, who does a goth who does a young goth pick when they're playing Mario Kart? I, who did I? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I I think Bowser I was always, for sure. No, Bowser's I, the most. Goth. I never went the he, the heavy characters. I'm pretty sure I was always Mario. Like oh, I was okay. like classic yeah. Mario. Is there a black character? I don't think <laughs> there's anyone. Can you goth up Mario? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish you could, mate. I wish you bloody could. <laughs> it's um, all too. It's way too colourful for goth to play Mario. Yeah, but it's actually. a fun game. <laughs> exactly. Again, again goth shouldn't be playing. <laughs> That's the problem I always had when I was a goth. I was way too happy as a goth. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to reinvigorate like, the just, movement. Yeah. I was just always making jokes and shit. And everyone was like, oh, shut up, man. Shut up, Trying man. to think yeah, about yeah, the yeah. darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, let's go down to Flinders Street Station, sit at the front. Why don't we go to Luna Park? <laughs> <laughs> sit at the front of Luna Park. Because you were telling me you sort of, you kind of, you gradually, tra- you were full-time mm. goth and then you mm. kind of gradually transitioned out of... Yeah, I remember when I was full-time goth, I didn't understand that people, like, thought I was lame, if that makes sense. Like, I just saw Marilyn Manson and went, oh, this is cool, people like this. And I thought, no one's going to think I'm not Mm. cool if Mm. I... And so I I remember going to a friend's birthday party Mm. when I was, like, 17. (laughs) And I'm talking, like, full... Like, I was wearing, like, black jeans with holes in them and stockings underneath and stockings on my arms. (laughs) I had black (laughs) lipstick on. My face was white, like, black eyeshadow. I had, like, seven belts, like, all around. And I had, like, spikes on my wrists and a collar. And I was wearing a collar. All right, mate, we've all got stuff going on. (laughs) 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 And I rocked up to my friend's house for his birthday party that I thought was just going to be like a house party. And it was just a family dinner kind of situation. (laughs) (laughs) There's just a goth at the table, pass the potatoes, thanks. Yeah, Yeah, you're sitting there going, pass the cookie dough. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like that outfit sounds like Nazim. It's like what your mum is scared you're going to turn into now that you live out of home. If I ever hung out with you, she would probably shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> and then shoot me. Next time you go home to visit her, just rock up wearing seven belts. G'day, Mum. No, no, no. Have him around at your house. She walks in. This is what I'm talking about, Nazim. Don't worry. I'll get him. But in my mum's mind, like the the idea of a bad influence is someone that looks or sounds just like a a guy dressed as a goth or Mm. like a a 1980s guy from you know Beat It and Michael Jackson. It's that sort of like ripped jeans, you know, kind of like rat tail cigarette. You know, that's the that's the idea of a bad influence. So if you if you ever look like that, don't ever hang around me because uh, <laughs> you might get a bullet through your head. Oh, man. Um, so let me bring this up, Nazim. So we first met uh, several years ago mm. now. You and I uh, were actoring together oh, yeah. on, a, on a little program that lasted for one season on the hit. ABC called Sleuth 101, <laughs> which has come up many times on this program because it featured some spectacular Dutch accent work from one... Mr. T. Dasselo. I actually thought you were pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, I thought you were really not, because I couldn't act at that. I, I can't act. I mean, I've never formally learned how to act, but you were really uh, Hello, SBS commissioning editor. <laughs> Pull the plug, <laughs> mate. <laughs> but, you know, like, um, you, you actually looked more relaxed. Well, it was a, it was a, we've talked about it a few times, but it was a stitch up of a thing where they, yeah. they, they, they get onto you and they go, hey, yeah. can you do a Dutch accent? Because there's a well paying role in this thing for you if you can. And of course, when you, you know, any, any 
point you're at in comedy, of course you're going to go, yeah. yes, I'll have some money to be on oh, the TV, yeah, please. Exactly. And then the night before, I'm, b- before we're meant to start doing it, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I sh- maybe you should YouTube some Dutch people and <laughs> try and learn the accent. But um, the, the one thing that sticks out in my head about you, this is, I think the first day I properly met you oh, was uh, we did a script read through right. before we started filming. We just went into the office That's and we right. just you know read through to kind of get the beats of the script and stuff. And uh, you're, you were going through, you were, you were doing your lines yeah. and then we got to the end and you, you, you sort of said to the director like, hey, look, not to, yeah. just to bring this up, the name of this character, I can't yeah. remember what your character's oh, yeah, name yeah, was, yeah, but yeah. you've gone, this, the name that you've given the character, a guy of this background just wouldn't have that name. Like, oh, it's just not right. a thing that would happen. And they go, oh, okay, well, yeah, we'll change it. So then we get to the first day of filming yeah. and we get the new script and the character's name has literally just been changed to Nazim. Oh, that's right. <laughs> like, well... Oh, wow. <laughs> I know a brown guy. <laughs> the only brown guy I know. That's right. Larry oh, David shit. style, just yeah. playing a high quality version yeah, of himself. I, I think this character would be paid a lot more as well. <laughs> <laughs> they must have had, like, a name like Eddie Murphy or, like, Umfufu or some, like, black name. It was, it was, it was pretty out there. I remember it was like, like, a, like it was a Central African or something like that, and I was like... Oh, man, this is cringe. But there was another conversation, I don't know if you remember this, around that same table. Uh, and it was, it was weird because, like, I, I played that, you know, just in an Australian accent. But I remember they, before, they were like, oh, yeah, we'd really like it if you could, um, you know, uh, do it in a... Uh, I was like, oh, what? And they go, you know, uh, really own the character. Based on the voice you're doing... <laughs> Basically, this just was a give co- us a bit of it. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, bloody hell. So I, I remember that same meeting, I was like... Oh, yeah, I, uh, I'd prefer it if, if it was just like, if it was an Australian-born kind of Sri Lankan or Indian, you know, I think that would probably suit. And they're like, oh, really? I mean, it's really funny the way you do that. And it's oh, really, no. really funny. There's that awkward, bloody pressure, especially when there are other people around the table. Uh, I, that, that stood and out. And you're pretty, me. and you're pretty early on in your career yeah, as well. So you don't want to act doing, up, and you know, yeah. So, you know, I thought I'd do a show called Legally Brown years later, <laughs> when, I, when I purely do accents. But well, that's good. I don't, yeah, I, so yeah, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of accent stress going on. Oh, there was the a lot of accent stress. God, I just remember yeah, that awkward conversation. Why didn't they just cast better? But they couldn't <laughs> actually. People actually spoke like that. But they, spoke, but they couldn't directly ask, "Can you do a funny accent?" Yeah, thing? Yeah. They just said, "That's great. Own the, the thing. Just own it." You know how your parents might. Speak. Uh, oh, I like God. this. I like this accent that you're doing for the people uh, making the show. This yeah. is a joint production with the BBC, <laughs> apparently. Constipated, constipated English people from the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were looking down on the head of an elephant that they'd shot and killed on safari. So it's very intimidating to presence to be in. That's why my character name was Nazik. What was yours? Um, Torben. Torben. Torben, I think, That's yeah. That's right. I, I just love the idea that maybe there's someone listening to this show who lives in Australia who's who's a Dutch actor <laughs> and just every time this gets yeah. brought up, just being ropeable oh, going... Why do I keep listening to this podcast? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I should mention, I, I think last time this came up uh, mm. on the show, How I talked about it. How does it come up, it. by the way? Um, just because I was a bit shit on it. And right, so right, right. it's fun you to... You weren't shit, though. Honestly, you weren't shit. Well, this is the thing. I, I yeah. was saying that the whole episode yeah. is on YouTube, which it mm. used to be, and uh, I went looking for it after the last time. It's, it's, it's been taken down. It's, it's, oh, really? it's gone. It's I lost ne- to the ages. I never saw it. Yeah. No, I have never got to see it. I've never... And I've never... I, you know what? I don't have copies of anything that I've done. Okay, dude, do, you know, do you know anything about this show? It's basically like a crime show. So someone gets killed yeah. and then... And then, and then you have to guess who. It was like a 
Cluedo, Cluedo like show. Cluedo so it was with ethnic stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so we would act out. So you'd do a pre-filmed thing of like a, a whole setup and someone dying, mm. and then there'd be a live in-studio bit where a guest detective would come in and they'd watch the bits that you'd filmed, <laughs> and then they'd interview you all in character live in front of the audience, <laughs> and they'd have to. And so and you have a lot of you'd pressure. Have, yeah. You'd have to walk in uh. and say, "Hey, where's the murderer?" <laughs> 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 that's, yeah. that's the character on Mario Kart that you play, by the way. Yeah, yeah. it was it was a lot of pressure because you know that you've got yeah. like a, a, a mystery that, mm. and, and the writers would tell you this is the person in the cast who did it. Yeah, but right. then you're doing this improvised interview, yeah. and so you've got bits and pieces of information, but you're not like I think I mm. I remember I did something where I just made something up. Claire mm. Hooper was the guest detective. Right. I made something up, and she. Went with it and was fixating on it and oh, thought that right. that was and it was kind of ruining the show because she's going <laughs> no but he said this and it's twenty minutes on and the director had to come out and go oh, look did. ignore that yeah, he yeah. just went off script I don't know <laughs> what the fuck that was meant to be the donut doesn't mean anything okay stop thinking about the donut but he kept talking about the donut that must be a clue <laughs> and I'm in the green room going oh no I'm never gonna work in TV again I shouldn't film those sketches so close to lunch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old Torben's done it again uh, no. That was well, good fun. I've got I got a little bit of uh, uh, news. I uh, look, we're gonna have to speaking say, of TV, Carl. Yes, you were on TV last night. I was. How was that? Uh, it was okay. Dirty laundry right. live. Yeah, it was live. Yeah. live comedy. Yeah, live comedy. It's a bit of a well. Here's the here's the great thing about our listeners and what um, our listeners sort of do with with information like that. So I put the word out on Facebook and Twitter and whatever that I was going to be on live TV and mm. whatever. Hey, you know, follow it along and follow it on Twitter if you want to and whatever. So what they did. Was I checked after the show? What they had been doing was the people with my phone number had just been trying to ring me <laughs> oh, during the show. <laughs> I did. I watched it live, and I wondered why I could hear it over the whole broadcast. And they have your phone number, how? Look, you're right to express surprise at that. Why? Why would they have my phone? Oh, Tommy Daslow. Do you want it now? gave Carl's number. I can just read it now if you want. Read it again. I would love it. Make people at least work for it. I feel like it's time for a for an update. No, it's never stopped. It was two years ago. It's never stopped. It was so long ago. Now it was ages ago. You just gave his number out. Who are these freaks that are sitting there with this two-year-old number going? Oh, I'm going to call him again. For context, he he printed up posters that had my number on them and put them up in the city. And so I got a few texts and I didn't know who it was. He got like two texts from it and then his revenge is for a million people to hit me up. And it's, it's, hey, that's the the nature of pranks. You play a prank, the response is is one-upping. Maybe in this case it's about ten-upping. It's a pretty big leap from what you did to what I did. It's like seven-upping, you know, that that series that went on for 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) You could could, uh, seven-up Tommy by giving away his address. You That's could. Bad. It is bad, just yeah. like giving away your number. I'm fine if you I'm do that. I'm planting the seeds. I'm fine if you do that as long as your mum can come and live with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to date her at least yeah. for a few months. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, what I want to say was, I got an email, and look, we're gonna have to say, I guess, at some stage, officially, that we're not doing that Bucks gig, obviously, that we've been talking about, because it's this weekend. Yeah, I think so. it's tonight. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I. I we, we just didn't do anything about that. Yeah. Um, so that's not happening. Um, so don't turn up to that unless you're the buck. Uh. <laughs> but hey, let's put this out there. If you're having a bucks in Melbourne, yeah. if someone is, yeah. we'll do it. Bucks party. Let's, let's take that under advisement. <laughs> yeah. Is it going to be your strippers and stuff? Is it, gonna, is it, is it... it was going to be us doing a live podcast oh. at this guy who listens to the show's bucks 
Oh, Bucks do. That would have been yeah. awesome. Yeah. We would have been murdered. Yeah. I did, I did comedy <laughs> once at a Bucks party and it was, the, it was probably one of the worst things I ever did. <laughs> like, because I was doing comedy and while I was doing... And it was just in some guy's backyard for a start. So I was just standing there on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> under all these under the hill's hoist. Yeah, it was. It was under a hill's hoist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and while I'm sort of doing my comedy... Uh, no, it wasn't... It wasn't the, I don't know if you know the comedian... You, of course you do. Shane Hunter. Mm. Um, he, um, he's very... For the listeners, he's very, very political. Yeah. And he was doing this Bucks party. Oh, and shit. he's up there talking about... Um, central banking and <laughs> economics. Oh, and while he's talking about how central banking is ruining, ruining the economy, the buck is getting served a shot out of a woman's tits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of trails off and walks away. How do you compete? He comes back with a beer and goes, yeah, I guess I'm done. <laughs> and he was specifically requested for the bucks party. And it was a bucks party full of miners and stuff. Oh, wow. Like, and he dragged you into it. Like yeah, he, he just said, oh, do you want to do it? Do you want to open for great gig <laughs> yeah, right. in the backyard yeah. Yeah. Are you getting, did you hang around afterwards or did you do a well, I hung around and, and just sort of sculled about four beers because I just wanted to get <laughs> some something out of it um, are you still goth oh, no, at I got, this I got stage some money. So, sorry you still goth at this stage no, no this was like this year oh, this was, oh really this, this, no not this year last year but it was while I was here in Melbourne this is in oh, Melbourne right. in, why don't um, you get back into being a goth now because there's no goth comedians are there and also there's be no, that's, and you'd be the oldest goth right like, at what age do people stop yeah, being goth? that's the thing about being a goth. When yeah. you're, like, 19 and you're a goth, people are like... Come on, oh, mate. He's, you know... Graduate he's out. working it out, yeah. yeah. You know, when you're 30 and being a goth, you're just like, look at this fucking old... Or or you could go straight into, like, a leadership position, right? Sorry? Like, you could go straight into, like, oh, leadership. Yeah. like, amongst... Because when, when I was a young you goth... You could be king goth. You could be king goth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah. I could be. Because when I was a young goth, all, all the older goths, like the 30... They were 40-year-old goths. Oh, the boy. Goth clubs oh, I was wow. And they were like, everyone would look at them and go, oh, yeah, that's like, that's Nazrael or whatever the fuck their name is. <laughs> hey, that's almost my name. It's a sick name. I saw that character on Sleuth when I was. <laughs> Nazrael. <laughs> no, that's when you open up your own, uh, you, you start your own public transport network. <laughs> Nazrael. <laughs> Nazrael. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell, your, don't tell your mum. <laughs> okay, now I'm just imagining you as a goth running public transport <laughs> and your faces on the side wearing like black lipstick. That's, and a, that's ideal because they're already sitting at the front of yeah. the street station, so you yeah. can just herd them on yeah, there. Yeah. Exactly. Or if yeah. I invaded Israel, I'd call it Nazrael. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got a lot yeah. of career paths here. Not that yeah. I've ever yeah. thought of doing that. <laughs> It's good to know you've got options if that third season doesn't happen. <laughs> well, I'll just invade Israel yeah, yeah. by myself. Yeah. Time for me to really kick on with my passion project. <laughs> one for them, one for me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, so oh, yeah, you, the forty-year-old goth. Nazrael, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I would be the king goth. Yeah. So there is like a ch- there's sort of a chain of command that you can. Yeah. There's definitely work a goth hierarchy. Yeah, like chimps. Sure. Is it yeah. acceptable to to now laugh at goths? Like, can I laugh at goths? Or is that because it's an actual thing, isn't it? Like with beliefs and. Got, no, not really. Like, I mean, like, it's just a fashion thing. So we can laugh at them? Yeah, yes. Yeah, for sure. It's just a fashion thing. It, that's oh, all it is, really. Oh, it's just a fashion oh, thing. Oh, really? I don't oh, know why no. I've given them such like some. I, I've met yeah. goths who are Satanists. I've met goths who are, like, just don't care about right. religion. I've met goths, goths who... Goths who plays Princess Peach on Mario Kart. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Like, there's no goth philosophy. It's right. just, apart from if... just being dark and reading poetry. I wonder if we have any goth listeners. Yeah, yeah. Shoot us a line if you're a goth goth listener. Is there any goths around anymore? Goths aren't really that big anymore. Like, because sort of emos became a thing and they were kind of like... 
like punk goths and then like right. what is the new subculture now what's the what's who hangs out at Flinders now yeah yeah, yeah. Let's, all, of, let's go down there. Let's do the second half of this podcast down at Flinders Street Station. <laughs> what, just go up to people and go, what are you? <laughs> so I remember that. That must have, I think that was like, I remember that being a source of great frustration when emo came along for goth. Was it, it was pretty, because oh, there's yeah. a big, dis, there's kind of a distinction between the two and it's like goths would get called emos and emos would get called goths and they both kind of hated it. That would be bit. the most yeah. depressing punch on of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, you won the fight. Why are you so sad? <laughs> so, yeah, I, this email. I got an email. I got an email uh, uh, this week. Uh, apropos of, you know, that Bucks Night request, I got another request. And this request was uh, I'll read the email. Uh, Hi, Carl. I'd like to know if you're available to perform at private functions. And more particularly, whether you're available to perform at a wedding. On December 6, 2014. I've seen you perform a couple of times, most recently with my fiancé, when we saw you at Yaya's last month. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We were two of 12 or so people there that night and had fun despite you not making it through that second jug of water. So just to give it a bit of context, a few weeks ago... Yeah, we we talked about this a couple weeks ago. uh, There was no one in this crowd. For some reason, I decided to drink an entire jug of warm water... On stage, in lieu of actual entertainment, <laughs> and then walked off stage and vomited violently. <laughs> so, this is, you know what, you do what your best, do? you do your best, you try and, you know, workshop some great jokes and you get up and, right. and then, Prop and then comedy. You, do a, you do a gig in front of 12 people where you drink a jug of water oh. and that's how I'm getting new gear. And, and also, what does that say about me that I was on that bill? <laughs> And I did my best. I just kind of stuck to my gear and, you know, Dude. did my jokes as, as good as I could. And then old. they That's go, old. nah, let's get yeah. the guy yeah, who get against the constantly comedian. said, yeah, who said, why the fuck yeah. are you all here? <laughs> this is fucked. Let's get D-grade jackass over here. <laughs> Drink some water. Yeah. People are going to be yelling that out to us. Where's your jug? Yeah. It's me making the toast for the new couple. More toast. <laughs> So it's anyway, we're planning a wedding for the 6th of December in Queenscliff and we've oh, yeah. been brainstorming some entertainment ideas. That's perfect. Yeah, Book him. Lock we've it never in. seen a comedian perform at a wedding. I'm tipping you still won't have if I come along. Carl, <laughs> you should do it. When they say we've been brainstorming some entertainment options, I'd love to see the mind map of what other options they've got yeah. on the table. <laughs> what else are they thinking? That weren't as good as this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw a bloke on Smith Street playing with a Yoho Diablo the other day. <laughs> Let's try and get his contact details, see if he's into it. I performed, at a, I performed at a wedding a few years ago in Sydney. My friend hooked me up with his gig and at the time it was, oh, yeah, it was maybe five years ago. It was the best paying gig I've ever done. But uh, So I thought I'd perform at the wedding. I got there and then the, the groom comes up to me and said, oh, look, um, do you mind going through this slideshow of photos and pretend that you've been friends with us for a while and just make jokes about the photos? <laughs> I swear to God. So I was going oh. through the photos and it was really sad. Like they clearly didn't have many friends there in Sydney. Oh, no. And I was their funny friend. And I uh, went through the photos. I was like, oh, <laughs> I remember when John or whatever his name was. Uh, <laughs> is I just, that what just you said? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever this guy is. That's that was a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> it's referring to everyone as old mate. Yeah, old mate over there. Nazim or whatever his name is. Just everyone's got the same name as you. But it was yeah, it was very sad. That's pretty brutal. Like that, if you were in that position, Chandler, it would have just turned you like. 
It, it would have just turned into a roast where you just go, oh, here he is, old fatso here. Look at this dumbass. Before he lost all that weight. Oh, no, he's still fat. So have they put any sweet dosh on the table? What kind of buns are we looking at for this? How much? Yeah, I've got a report. They do ask me at the end how much whatever. Look, it's just that weird thing. Let's work it out. Yeah. What do you um, reckon? If, if you're doing the jug of water thing, that's an extra 500 bucks. Yeah, plus, yeah. plus weddings are always, you take what you would normally think you would get for that, yeah. then triple it and mm-hmm. say that's the wedding fee. Yep. Wedding oh, really? fee. Oh, yeah. like, like wedding fee, oh, yeah. you can charge triple what you normally really? charge. Really? Okay. For a I'm, I'm going to write this down. Yeah. Definitely. How do you know? <laughs> because I, like, cause I've, I've, I've talked to people that have, like I, I had a friend who, who, a cousin who was married and they went to get a limousine <laughs> and they said, how much is this limousine going to be? And they said, what is it for? And they just said, just, Tell us how much it'll be. They said, you've got to tell us what it's for. Yeah. And then they, they said it was for a wedding. And they're like, yeah, here's the cost. $15,000. And then when they, they, they purposely rung up again and said, hey, we want a limousine just to... you 12 graduation. And it, was, yeah. and it was three times less. Wow. wow. Yeah. Oh, there you awesome. go. That's sick. Well, yeah. big, they made a big mistake. They should have said to you, just come round and hang out at our house and we'll all be in drink suits. some water. Yeah. And someone will be in a big white dress. cake for no reason. <laughs> We've got a massive tap. Come over. <laughs> uh, our surname is marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a white-themed party we're having. Uh, can one of on. your conditions be a plus one for your little podcasting mate? Oh, <laughs> man. Do you really want to come to a... Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, hang on. I figured yes. out halfway through that question. <laughs> yes, you do want to come and see me try and do comedy at a wedding. Yes, yes, absolutely. And you also, it's. I feel like it's your duty to get really, really drunk yeah. and then try and make a speech yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, Carl, the comedian's plus one. <laughs> yeah. He's going to get up and make a speech. No, I do a speech about Carl yeah. after his speech. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it starts with this fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, man. I think, so, you, I think you would have a much better gig than me. Do you reckon you'll do it? I don't know. I get really scared about stuff like that. Mm. Mm. Like, I, I'll I'll go back. I'll go back and talk to him. I'll figure it out. It's almost like a corporate. No one's there to see the comedy. No. And you're interrupting an event. If you rock up at a wedding and then someone comes out and goes, anyway, I'm just here to do 10 minutes of comedy. You're like, mm. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? I yeah, do yeah. think it's very strange that... People want – I get it when it's like a mate mm. goes, hey, you do stand-up, MC, can you MC my wedding? Yeah. We would love mm. that. I yeah. get that. Yeah. But just a random Doing comic comedy. who has no yeah. relationship yeah. 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 to you. Happen, though, yeah. Because I have heard comics talk about, you know, oh, I did a wedding gig and they're yeah. always a bit weird. I'm like, of course they're weird. Why, would, why, why does this exist? Yeah. 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 Why do you need that at all? Well, it's I would be happy to do it for like a mate's wedding where yeah. it was other yeah, yeah, mates yeah. at the wedding and you can do stuff about people you've known for nearly your whole life. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to see when my friend – Start getting married if anyone will ask me to do that oh, at their wedding yeah. or not. How much professional faith people are prepared to put in me who've known me for a long time? Yeah, I mean, I emceed my friend Pete Sharkey's wedding in Perth, and I think I introduced four people and got two of their names wrong. Yes. So for, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to go to a comedy gig. But <laughs> do you have marriage material? No. That's the thing. I think, you know, any gigs like that, you need to probably need tailor something. it to, mm. to, to that. You would have just, to. You like yeah, it. I can't just walk out and go, well, what's up with balloons and ladders? And they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah well, so the fun. great thing about weddings is that you have to use a lot of balloons and ladders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet segue. <laughs> but that's the funny because all my jokes go for about eight seconds. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm just doing these weird segues that go for 30 seconds before each eight-second joke. <laughs> to be fair, someone else, someone who was at Pete Sharkey's wedding told me that when they were getting photos taken at the edge of like a, a pier or something and, it, uh, and everyone sort of gathered around watching them and you yell out, 
Don't jump, Sharky. <laughs> so you, you not only have you got names, you're heckling the photos. <laughs> that didn't turn up in the photo, so that's okay. <laughs> what if it somehow had just a little speech bubble poking through the bottom corner of the photo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's somehow broken through. Funny photos. Well, I want to know. Yeah, I'd love to see you. I would love to see you do this. I'll go. Look, that, I've just got the email, so I'll go back. I'll, I'll start the negotiations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll see. I, I, Is it a listener? I don't think it is. There was no mention made of listener. It was just a pure water drinking fan from stand up. Right, right. Just that is in. We cannot stress enough how bad that gig was. Not your gig, just the gig itself mm, yeah. for everyone. Mm. But it does say I've seen you perform a couple of times. Oh, okay. Mm. So there was a gig that, where that he would, seen that me would... tell jokes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and and that and that. <laughs> Fell behind the water drinking one. Yeah. Like that was less worth. That was worse than the water drinking. They just one. probably wanted to see that you could handle any situation. This person's been following you. Yeah, yeah. Just making right. sure you're legit. <laughs> you're the real deal. Yeah. So yeah. So now I'm prepared. If mid gig, one of the guests comes up and goes, "Come on, we need to start doing some sculling." Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. oh no, they can see I'm prepared for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What if you get there and you find out that the guy getting married is like. The son of the CEO of Mount Evian or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's at yeah, it's at a waterfalls. Yeah, uh, oh, it's in great. a pool. <laughs> Excellent. So I was going to say oh, yeah. quickly, Nazim, uh, with you moving into your new house, you've moving, got a, moving yeah, out, moving out of out of house, out of house into house <laughs> into new house. Um, I <laughs> when I was doing my uh, research on you today. Okay. Uh, I, on your Wikipedia page, I find mm. it's odd because you, you know, you've got quite a big Wikipedia page. You've oh, you got a lot of I didn't credits. make any of that up. I, sorry, sorry, I didn't re- write that myself. Someone else did. It had way too much info on there. In fact, it says I'm one year younger than I actually am. Oh, sweet. I don't know how to change any of it. Is it your mum? Like, did your mum write it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it does start with Nazima saying, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's single. <laughs> he needs to come home. <laughs> he lives at he's home welcome back any time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He was born on this day, and he was—he died really soon. Probably there is no protection. Soon after he moved out of house. <laughs> <laughs> so, with you moving uh, in, into a new abode, mm. what you need to do is you—you you need to find out how to change your Wikipedia page. I have no, this is the weird. I thing. honestly want to. I genuinely want to know. Out of all those mm. details that you've got mm. in your page, and you've got heaps of credits and everything, it very weirdly, I think, mm. ends with just saying Nazim Hussain lives in Burwell. Oh, does it? <laughs> does it, genu- does it, it does genuinely say that. Does it say with my mum? No. Okay, well, uh, I, I'm i okay with that. So long as it doesn't say Nazim lives in the bedroom next to his mum's <laughs> room at home and has done so since he was born, then I'm... Anyway, if, like, just the exact address was on there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to delete everything on my Wikipedia page and just say Nazim Hussain has moved out of house. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you, I want to delete my Wikipedia page. Yeah. We no, don't no, even you know bloody what? have we one yet. Have, we we I, tried uh, to get... We, I tr- Someone added my name onto my hometown, mm-hmm. Mirabar, and said, a comedian, Carl Chandler, came from there, and they deleted it going, that's not a real person. Sure, okay, I don't think it's that difficult to get one because... I no, it know. is. is. It is. I'll, every now and then I'll look, and every now and then someone will have put one up for me. Really? And then I'll check like a week later and it's been taken down. This has happened like four times now. Oh, really? I can't stick. Yeah, but maybe there's what someone... What have you that... got to do to get, to get traction on Wikipedia? <laughs> it might be Carl taking it down in... as. Res- Oh yeah, I put his number out. He takes my Wikipedia. Wait, wait, down. Is there someone on Wikipedia that's actually going through pages and going, "Is this person really?" There, of, oh, of yeah, evidently, there are. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Because I tried to say that I like a page about myself that I was the strongest man in the world, <laughs> and <laughs> it just—it wasn't even a page about myself. Just I like I put on my birthday, you know, those this day in history. I just put Greg Larson, the strongest man in the world, is born, <laughs> and it was it was deleted within minutes. Oh. Um, but I did manage to have one up on the well, page. I like the idea of the editor. 
they're just going through that and going, is this the strongest man in the world? How, yeah. how did they then verify that? Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. went, nah, it's He's wrong. Not the it's like man. they they just they they must know who the strongest man <laughs> in the world is. Yeah. But then I, I put I put on the page about sunglasses, I just put like where, where it just had the description of sunglasses, just at the end I just put sunglasses were invented by Greg Larson. <laughs> and that stayed up for two months. Wow. Two months. You, you could have gotten work out of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could be getting some sweet Oakley yeah. cash yeah. out of that right now. Yeah. See, this just I just the more I hear these things, the more frustrated I get that someone looked at that and didn't bother to verify it and went, that checks out, but someone he's said, Tommy Dasselow is a comedian. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, he's not. Well, someone put Gary Chook as an Australian comedian and that stayed up longer than Carl Chandler. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's um, so depressing. Yeah, well, going back very quickly, mm. like you said, to that phone phone number mm. thing, mm. I realised that, uh, well, this is funny, when we did our 200th episode the other day, uh, uh, we had a couple of tributes from... from um, Callers. No, no, not from girls, but for, like from friends of the show. People yeah. been on before that were away for it and whatever. Will Anderson um, did hey. one and he was contacting me on the day going, oh, yeah, uh, look, how do I get this video to you? How do I get... And then he texts it to me and sends me the message going, oh, I just realised I didn't have your phone number. But then I went, that's right, it's on a podcast. So I just got <laughs> it off that. So how did he find the podcast? He just Googled Carl Chan, the phone number podcast. Probably. That's crazy. I'm going to do that tonight. No, don't do that. I'm going to do that as soon as this is over. You've got I'm his number, away. though. Like, why do you okay. need to do that? Yeah, He's sitting right I here. I want to post that podcast up on Facebook, oh. Twitter, just to reignite the movement. Oh. <laughs> the How movement. far would this have to go for you to change your number? I know. Look, that, that's, that's, the, that's the aim. Yeah, that's when yeah. I'll know I've won. <laughs> You've made it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Like, that's what? when you'll give out your address. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's the thing I really thought at the start. Nah, this will last a week. But what, what's, what's, the, what's the worst thing that's happened because of that? Like, people have been waking you up. Yeah. Oh, look, I don't. I, I actually don't want to talk about it that much because I feel like you if I get the people. best, I've, a lot of stuff, a lot of the best stuff people have done with my phone number, I don't mention because it just will give people inspiration. So what, like <laughs> signing you up to? Uh, yes. Erectile dysfunction. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what other things? Putting your house for sale. Oh, what else, what else? Did I talk about this at the time? Actually, someone that, that has I reckon a few times. if you're listening, you should. Right. Advertise something and put it, you know, like advertise for a computer, like a brand new Mac for fifty dollars because I'm moving, and he'll get like a hundred calls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> then people are calling it. up, going, oh, "I'm really." Is it for Here's a challenge: use my number for good. Okay. Surprise me yeah. with good stuff. Like okay. get someone. I want to get a phone call where it's like, "Oh, how about oh, this is Baskin Robbins." Um, <laughs> yeah, here's your free fifty liters of ice cream that uh, it's ready to pick up. Oh, for oh, good. Oh, 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 Carl Chandler has offered his house for. You know, for people who, who need a place to stay and they, someone can put that up online, that's good. People are calling you up because they want to stay with you. Put him up on – put, put Chandler's house up on Airbnb. Because that's, doing, that's you yeah. doing something good. That's forcing you to do something good. But you I know? don't want You that. don't do enough good, Carl. <laughs> who, who, where are we going to find room to, for someone to stay in this I don't know. That's, that's, that's your part of the bargain. You've got to work that shit out. Yeah, it'll be a good little project for you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Build a little annex above your bed that the, the guest can sleep in. What sleep number the... podcast was that? Uh, I, I, I can't remember I can't remember It was a long know. time ago yeah. No you know what I don't want to make People people now If they want it They should have to <laughs> so, work yeah, for it work If for you're it, a new listener And you want it Go yeah. back and do your do homework Go yeah. listen to listen 600 to hours of content yeah. to find my phone <laughs> It's like the podcast version Of National Treasure You gotta go And you gotta Find the hidden code in there Where's Where's Chando's number <laughs> do, you have an, do you have an index For the podcast What I don't know Do you have something like, I don't, Do you know do you, do you know when We're not talking into a book At the moment <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was being transcribed. Yeah, the bibliography that we put out <laughs> after each podcast. There's a stenographer over in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah fair enough. 
Um, I want to talk about this. So uh, a, a couple of friends of mine were telling me this the other day and it, it, it really rocked my world. Um, so I, I've been out of high school for about ten years now. It was my ten-year high school reunion uh, a couple of months ago. Really not, not that I went. What did you say? Nothing. You oh, said you only d- ten. No, I was <laughs> <laughs> You didn't go to your reunion? No. When Which, was it? Uh, it was like a couple months ago and I forgot. Which school? You forgot? I forgot. Well, see, I was. A, it was... I got invited to the one for the school that I was only at for two years and I didn't know heaps of people there. And the one I would have wanted to go to because I didn't graduate from that school, I didn't get invited. Oh. Does that make sense? Yep. So then you went to a graduating school. What? Then you went to a school and you graduated from school. Yeah. But I was only there for a little bit. I didn't really know anyone. So you did graduate. I did great. Yeah, I finished school. <laughs> I just want to go. I moved out. He sort of just podcast. he just glossed over that little yeah. detail. I moved there. out of the house. Um, so anyway, uh, a couple of friends of mine were at uh, the footy a couple of weeks ago, and they one of them just randomly gets this message on Facebook from a guy who we went to high school with, who they haven't seen in ten years, and he goes, "Hey boys, I'm just at the men's gallery." And I know that that's around the corner from where you live. Do you want to come down and catch up? What? And they go, cool, let's go see this guy. His, name's, his last name's Drake. They go, yeah, let's go catch up with Drake. <laughs> so they leave, they leave the footy. Oh they go to the men's gallery and they can't find him and they're messaging him going, hey, man, where are you? We're in the men's gallery. Where are you? What? And he never wrote back, oh. never showed up, and they <laughs> haven't heard from him since. <laughs> that's, that was a prank. Isn't this the that most was, bizarre thing you've ever heard? That's a sweet new advertising <laughs> thing yeah, from yeah. the men's gallery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's doing promo work that's for it. a new it. campaign. Yeah. That can, is guerrilla marketing. That's guerrilla marketing. Can I just ask, though, what is the men's gallery? It's like, a strip what? club. Oh, oh okay. Really? Your girlfriend's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> You just go there and there are just portraits of women. What, what is boobs? <laughs> I just love it though. Like they were going, yeah, how weird is that of him to do? I'm like, why did you leave the footy to go and meet up with a guy that you haven't seen in 10 years and you weren't even that good friends with him at school? What if they did see him after all? It was like, oh, I haven't seen you for ages. Come and catch up in the men's gallery. They get there and they're, they're like, where's the guy? And it's like, the guy's gone through an sex <laughs> He's one of the strippers. He's been dancing to you. That's how he's announced it. Yeah. Oh. Before he tells his parents, he's getting in touch with everyone from yeah. the class of 04 yeah. individually yeah. to get yeah. them down to his new world. Them a private. <laughs> Haven't we all changed since high school, guys? <laughs> just sitting there having a drink. Oh. Um, but, if, I mean, they could have just, like, uh, like either way, they, it could have just been like, oh, yeah, let's just go to this strip club, though, because like, it, like they could have got a message that said, hi, I'm a man, I'm at a strip club, you should also <laughs> be at this strip club. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll give it a crack. It's like, oh, hi, it's Craig. Come down to the strip club. You know, yeah. Let's catch up. Who's Craig? But at the end... Like, let's just yeah. try and remember. Oh, maybe we went to school with oh, Craig. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go just in case. At the end of the yeah. message, did it say, uh, send 159 to opt out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he always does that at the end. I've got, to, I've, got to hit this, I've got to hit this guy up because he was a good friend of mine at school, the guy who, who stood them up and just right. go, man, what's the... What was your angle here? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just and they and then the next day they were like, Man, we were there and we were we were messaging you and you didn't what happened? And he still has just not responded. Wow. He's just drifted off the face of the earth. I love it. See that's there's another way of using my number for, for positive ways. Invite me to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna get a lot of requests <laughs> now. <laughs> you're gonna get porno sent to your number. <laughs> yeah. Does Crazy Horse listen to this podcast? <laughs> Does uh, has anyone been sending you did, do you get sent pornographic images at all? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well from nice. friends. 
No, you can't. Often people that have his number. No, there's a few weird people that said really <laughs> weird things to me. Send a lot of dick pics, please. No, don't. Do <laughs> Actually, that. have you got any close-up photos of a no. of, like a, of a butthole? Because no. that would be no. great. People should use you as their alibi and say, Carl. <laughs> Um, if anyone asks, I'm with you. And if they get arrested or charged the next day, you'll be brought oh, yeah, into court. That's a good idea. Yeah, you'll be a, a witness crime, in court. Commit yeah. a crime and then say that you were with Carl. Yeah, and say, yeah. I text Carl Chandler. Look, yeah. here's a text. And and get, you will be a witness. I'll also, get back to the bit where I said, "Use my number for positive." <laughs> yeah. That's positive. Well, You're helping him stay out of jail. I'm helping and, murderers. And, and we're, yeah, when we're saying well, commit a crime, I want to be really clear: okay, a murder. serious crime. <laughs> commit <laughs> a serious <laughs> crime. Uh, shoplifting. Uh, yeah, I think I think it should be shoplifting, theft. Burglary. Mm. I want to kill a politician. I want to hear how a jaywalking alib- alibi shoplifting alibi is going to go. I was with Carl when you said I was jaywalking. <laughs> I couldn't have been jaywalking, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I was moving house with yeah. <laughs> I was with a podcaster. <laughs> well, a lot of uh, homework for you there, guys, if you're listening oh, at home. Man, I really look forward to Throwing my phone away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You'll have uh, let them win then. Oh, yeah. what if this? What if this inspired you to become Amish? You just lost the plot <laughs> and got rid of all technology because you've just had enough. I'm the wedding getting... requests, the dick pics. I'm getting the home phone put back on again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, throwing oh, away. No. Throwing like don't, man. It's not worth it. Do not. Don't. Well, guys, I think that brings us to the end of the little dum dum club for another week. Greg Larson, Nazim Hussain, thanks so much for joining us. No worries. For having uh, us. Greg, you've got some fancy boys shows coming up in oh, Sydney. Yes, yes yeah. in, in Sydney on September 10, 11, 12, 13. A lot of comedians like make, make a joke like, oh, I need the money. I actually really need the money. <laughs> I really need the money. <laughs> Buy tickets. Um, and it's we're doing like, it's almost like a split show with Arnie Donner. Like they're doing a show, we're doing a show. And if you buy tickets to both of them, you can get them for 30 bucks total. So, and I have seen both yeah. of those shows and I, yeah. that is, if you're in Sydney and this isn't me, I'm not just blowing smoke here. <laughs> that is the best 30 bucks you'll ever see because it's oh. spent. Because 30, uh, Fancy Boy is a super fun show. I saw Auntie Donna's show before they went to Edinburgh and it was so funny. So you'll yeah. have a great time. But yeah, yeah, it'll be cool. Fancy Boy is, is genuinely, like, what? how many times did I see it in Comedy Festival? Eight times? Yeah, something, something like something that, ridiculous, yeah. Something yeah. ridiculous. So, and, and what about your, your Melbourne Fringe as well? Oh, Melbourne Fringe as well. Yeah, after that, um, the Melbourne Fringe is like I think the seventeenth we start and we're doing like seventeenth of of September. Yep. Um, and we're doing shows like um, I can't remember the exact dates because we just do all like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Awesome. Then the next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Look at Melbourne Fringe. Melbourne Fringe, Fancy Boy Variety Show, and Sydney Fringe, Fancy Boy Variety Show. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Nazim Hussain, uh, legally brown. Legally brown. Monday, nine thirty on SBS One, and apparently repeated last night, very late at night, on SBS. One or two. So what time? Do you, uh, <laughs> good plug for, good plug for something that happened in the past. Someone please Google and let me know. Yeah, yeah, Thursdays. It gets repeated Thursdays. I think maybe. there's an... I'm not sure if it's SBS 1 or 2. Last year it was repeated on SBS 2 on right. Sunday night, but I'm not sure. Don't leave it till then. Just get yeah. on Monday. Well, Monday night. We, uh, I think I think it's better if you watch the Monday night one because that's when the ratings come. Yeah, so. yeah. Support the yeah, support, support good support, comedy support and sketch comedy. comedy and stuff being yeah, on the air. Right. You know, we need... Yeah. You know, we, it all benefits us all. Thank you very much. For that stuff to get good ratings. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to plug, I'm doing a uh, one-off uh, return of my show, Pipsqueak, which hey. is at Five Burrows on August the 27th. There's two shows at 6 and 8. It's free because I'm filming it. And uh, you just email me at tommydaslow.com. What are you going to do with know. it once you've filmed it? Um, t- I'm going to put it in a rocket and blast it out <laughs> into space <laughs> so that the aliens can learn about the funny side of human cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best possible answer. Uh, also, tickets finally, are... Finally, finally we're getting one over on the aliens. <laughs> After them probing us so many years, we're going to do the equivalent back to them. <laughs> 
also, uh, my Melbourne Fringe Festival show is on sale. It's a live-action sequel to Con Air. It's set on a boat and it's called Con Air 2 Convoyage. Uh, it's a little funny play that I'm writing. And look, I want to say hey. I know... Uh, You're a talking, theater wank now. Yeah, talking about <laughs> talking about a piece of comedy that I'm writing when the one example that listeners have of that is Rad Dad on this show <laughs> and my conclusion of the door story. I do want to stress that it will be actual work is going into this, so it will be a lot better so than that. Support it. Uh, so Con Air 2, it's on at the Melbourne Fringe. It starts the 17th of September, melbournefringe.com.au for tickets. And my show, Melbourne Fringe, Rad Dad the Musical. No, that's not happening. That's not happening. Great idea, though. Yeah. Um, but uh, send Carl a text and request Rad Dad the Musical. <laughs> send him some lyrics. Send him some song ideas. Yeah, yeah. Send me some money. And the Ode to Hot Tuna. Uh, that'd be really good. Guys, thanks heaps for listening, and we'll yeah. see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.